Hey Nerdy Ghouls, before we get started, I did want to let you know that this episode will contain open conversations about religion, demons, and possessions. Please know that I have approached this episode with a lot of intentionality to keep this a very safe space for us to fangle and also learn from the themes within the content that we watch. Please proceed with caution, an open heart, and an open mind. Welcome back to Not Another Spooky Podcast, where I'm your ghost hostess, Mandy Spooks, and you, my listeners and community, are the co-hosts. On this show, we fangool over spooky pop culture and learn from it, too. Whether you love Halloween, horror, true crime, ghosts, or basically anything spooky, you have found your spooky oasis because here we fangool over all of it. In today's episode, we're going to be grave digging into my experience watching The Conjuring series in chronological order and a deep dive into the movie The Nun as we get super hyped for this week's release of The Nun 2. Before we get into all of the fun, spooky talk, let's get into some news and updates. Haunted housekeeping. First things first, I want to say happy September. Our time has come. It is here. It is now officially socially acceptable to be spooky until October 31st. <laughs> All right. I'm going to keep today's housekeeping very short. If you are watching on YouTube and you haven't already hit the subscribe button, please do a ghoul a solid and hit that subscribe button right now. We are just about 50 subscribers away from hitting the big 5,000 subscribers milestone. So I would really appreciate it. And and while you're at it, share the YouTube channel with your friends, your family, on your Instagram stories. Tag me. I would really appreciate it to help me hit that milestone before Halloween this year. <laughs> and if you're tuning into the podcast on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, I would greatly appreciate if you leave a five-star review or rating to help boost your favorite spooky podcast in the podcast algorithm. <laughs> and that's it. Quick and painless, right? All right, so I guess there is no way to get started with this episode than to dive right in. We are doing it. You ghouls no, have no idea how much I love you that I am secluded in this room by myself with an object that is really scaring me that you'll hear about later, uh, but I'm doing it. I'm here, ready to do this thing with you ghouls and get real about the Conjuring series, the nun, how I feel about possessions, all that fun stuff. If you're not watching, I just quoted that because I don't know how fun. I mean, we are going to have fun. It is fun. We're going to cover some real topics as well. But most of all, I want this to be an open space for us to fangool, get scared and spooked, but also have those real hard conversations, you know? All right. So if you've been here a while, you know that I have been avoiding touching this series at any capacity on any of my content because A, I knew I'd be scared and B, I was terrified of how it would be received because I know how heavily this series focuses on religion. I don't know why I suddenly had the urge to watch this series, but literally not even all the way through this first movie, I realized why I had been so afraid of talking about this series openly within my content. So as you all know, I grew up in a Mexican-American home. My family was not super religious, but we are Catholic. And I think that growing up a Mexican-American Catholic I learned a lot about how easily certain groups can feel offended or upset by horror content itself. And mixing horror with religious concepts just seems to be like a we don't touch that subject to me because of the way I was brought up, you know? So furthermore, I know that many of you ghouls have shared with me how much you hate that people assume that you are not religious or that you're atheists or that you worship other things just because you live a spooky lifestyle or love Halloween year-round. So I found myself watching The Nun and thinking, wow, this is the reason I have been so afraid to touch this series. Not the demons, not the nightmares, but the idea of potentially offending someone who loves this podcast so much. But the reality is that I don't give you ghouls enough credit. When I started posting that I was doing this, you guys were so excited that I started watching the series. And I want to emphasize that I realize I will not make everyone happy and that I can't control who I will offend and that there will be people I offend regardless, no matter how intentional I am about it. But the reason that this one topic was so important to me is that 
Religion is a very heavy topic, and I know so many of you turn to me for escapism and magical vibes, and the last thing I wanted to do was shatter that safe space for you. You know, like, you don't come into Mandy Spooks' spooky oasis expecting, like, heavy topics about religion or how I feel about religion or the devil or ghosts or anything, you know? Like, you come here for the fun, hype, fangooling, you know? So... More than anything, I wanted to give you guys that space to really just know that this is not me coming here to tell you what I believe in and that you should believe it too. This is really just, unfortunately, like I cannot talk about these films and how I feel about them without talking about how I feel about the religious religious aspect of them. So that is where all of this like disclaimers and just wanting to be very upfront with you ghouls that if this is not going to be your cup of tea, please politely dip out at this point but also if you are sticking around I want to thank you so much for giving me the space to have this conversation and trusting me and knowing I hope that I will do this with a lot of respect and hopefully we will learn from each other along the way so as I just said I will open conversations in the comments and I want to know how you all feel about it but that being said please keep things respectful and be kind to one another. That's all I'm asking. So let's grave dig into my experience watching the Conjuring series with the fun, positive energy we always do and an open mind. So as you all know, I have avoided this series forever. I have always known that I don't handle ghosts or possession themes at very well. So I avoid them. Uh, paranormal activity really messed me up to say the least. Like I think that movie I was in college living by myself in a very old dorm room that already had a lot of haunted history behind it or stories, I should say. So that movie really, really messed me up. And I don't think I slept properly for probably at least a week or two just because, again, I was by myself. Um, and at that point was kind of when I realized, like, I cannot keep doing this to myself. I think Insidious came out after it. And I was like tricked into seeing that movie on a date with this guy that I like barely knew. And that kind of also happened to me as well was where like I couldn't sleep because I was alone in a dorm room. Um, so, yeah, after that, I kind of just realized I need to stay away from anything about like demons, possessions or ghosts because your ghoul just can't. The brain, it lingers, it wanders. And it is not nice to me. <laughs> so I can't pinpoint exactly why I finally got so interested in watching this series. But to be honest, you guys know me and I'm such a hype queen. Like, I think I was watching everyone get so excited about the Nun 2 trailer and I just didn't want to miss out on all of the hype. So I ventured on to watching the Conjuring series in chronological order. But as you know... I'm always honest and right off the bat, I'm going to let you guys know that I only got halfway through the series and I have decided to quit. But before you make your judgments, I want to explain why. So your ghoul loves a good scare. I love walking through haunts during Halloween. Like I will always go first if I have to. I don't care. I love a good jump scare. I can handle being scared. But the thing is that I just didn't find these movies fun or enjoyable to watch other than The Nun, which we will get into. So first off, I want to say that I have heard an overall consensus that those of you who love this series don't love The Nun so much. And I have also heard that The Nun just had horrible reviews. Like people just did not like it. They say it's a horrible movie. Uh, but I do feel like my experience watching this was different because... I didn't see the movies in the order that they came out. I started off with The Nun. In fact, my familiar was like, oh, that's a good way to like dip your toes into a very scary series because that one's pretty mild in comparison. So I do think that that also skews my perspective a lot because I wasn't going into The Nun expecting it to be like the other movies. So spoiler alert, I loved The Nun so much. Like I am here to hype it up genuinely like I cannot wait for the next one to come out uh, but I figured I'd save the nun for last so that we could talk about why I didn't really love the Annabelle or Conjuring movies and kind of just take it from there because I feel like it will flow better that way um, so basically my overall feeling is that the movies are just sad and don't leave me feeling very excited or happy I've struggled a lot over the last week because although I've been 
absolutely scared for a whole week. I don't feel like it's been an enjoyable ride of a scare. So like what I mean is when you watch the Halloween movies with Michael Myers, like the second you hear the theme song start, you're instantly what? Hyped. You are so excited. You're like, Halloween is here. Michael Myers is near. Oh my God, I just rhymed. (laughs) Um, So when you're watching those movies, you are super hyped, right? It leaves you feeling super excited and hyped with like a small little ounce of fear that when you come near a closed closet or a dark corner, that the mask or the shape will be hiding, right? Um, but the thing is that movies about ghosts and possession usually leave me feeling like some sort of way that I really don't like to feel. (laughs) Um, so watching them wasn't as bad as I expected. Like the experience itself was not bad. I could say I did have a little bit of fun watching them, you know, but I will say that the Annabelle movie left me feeling so sad. Like it was such a bummer about what happened to that really nice family that was just trying to be good neighbors and then what happened with the lady that sacrificed herself at the end was just like such a freaking bummer of a ending to me like it was just not a fun watch it was sad and upsetting and I don't know I just found also that the Annabelle aspect to me like the doll itself felt very not necessary like I understand a conduit is needed but I just also guess I don't know I guess because of how popular Annabelle has become like as a IP I expected more with everything that happens like the doll seems pretty unnecessary and I suppose I expected something to have like I guess I expected more fun Chucky vibes than sad emotional torture vibes, if I'm being honest. So another thing, too, is that you girls know I'm not a fan of slow burns. And I definitely feel like the Annabelle movies and The Conjuring felt so long, even though there was a lot of stuff happening. Like, I wouldn't say they were boring or they lacked action. I just felt like they felt really long and I don't know if it's because I was nervous and expecting something really scary to happen but it just felt very draggy for me and one of the submissions I got from a nerdy ghoul resonated with me a lot when I asked questions about Annabelle creation Um, she said or Courtney's Cats and Cauldrons said I feel like it's one of the movies I could only sit once ever sit down once and watch once end quote Um, and that's kind of how I felt about all the movies other than The Nun. Like, as soon as I finished The Nun, I was like, oh, okay, I'm so excited about this series. False hope, Mandy here. Uh, And then as we got into Annabelle Creation, I was like, okay, well, this is not as exciting. And I'm glad that I watched them to understand the fandom and why people love them so much. But I don't think that I would sit through them again after having experienced them once. And finally, I felt fine after watching the Annabelle movies, but after watching The Conjuring, I definitely felt like I was in high school again, questioning whether or not I think demons and possessions are real, and what if it happened to me or someone I know, or my husband laying right next to me in bed, and that is just when I was like, you know what? These movies are not serving me, especially because I wasn't really enjoying them on top of feeling scared and weird after watching them. Like if I had really enjoyed the movies and they were super fun and they had tons of jump scares and I was like, ah, or something like I think that would have made it worth it. But the thought of continuing the series and continuing to feel this way for probably two to three weeks, because let's be real, like it took me one week to recover from watching four of these movies in one weekend because I'm a masochist. (laughs) Um, And then to think of watching another half, I think would have messed with my head even more and just lingered even longer. So I just was like, life is too short for this. Like I went through this phase when I started Spookworm Club 2, where I was like feeling like I had to force myself to finish books I wasn't enjoying. And it's just like, no, life is too short to force yourself to enjoy things just because you feel like you should finish them or you committed to them. Like, no, 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 no. Life is about enjoying the things. Fangooling. If you're not fangooling, then it's a no. Like just put it down. DNF it. Do not finish it so that's what I did to the series don't come for me I'm sorry but that's just for like for my own self scare I needed to hit pause on the series I will say that perhaps one day I will continue the rest of the series just because like part of me wants to know what happens now that I saw the first half 
Um, but not at this point. Your ghoul needs a break from it. Uh, and I will say that I am curious to see how they do La Llorona. So that is one that I do plan to still watch because I'm curious to see how they tied uh, Mexican folklore into this series with Ed and Lorraine Warren. And then speaking of the Warrens, I can definitely see why some of you ghouls love them so much. They were very endearing and brave and like the paranormal version of the ghoulmates, I feel. So I kind of get why now so many of you have wanted me to watch this series and are always telling me about the Warrens, which I can appreciate and give you guys kudos for that. Like, I think it's really sweet and I can see why you love them so much. Um, so I don't want you guys to feel like I hated these movies. I think if I could remove myself from thinking about demons and possession in reality, I would probably find them more fun. So I do want to share some of the things that I liked and enjoyed about The Conjuring, but I did want to wrap up this more serious portion about religion before we get into the fangoling section of the podcast. So since I have such a hard time separating reality from fiction in these movies when it comes to religion, I asked ghouls, how do you handle so much heavy religious horror in movies? And you guys were literally split in half between those of you who can't handle it like me and those of you that feel strong in your faith and can separate it from reality. Actually, I lied. There was three parts. There was those two and then another one where you guys watch it are absolutely terrified and turn to prayer afterwards. So it was just really interesting to see that all of you fell within one specific spectrum. So Life on a Caravan said, I cannot. It is... No, sorry. Let me restart that. She said, I cannot. Is it the religious trauma of growing up Catholic? I don't know. End quote. Um, so as you guys know, I can really relate to that part because it's just like, I just can't handle it. Like I tried watching the movies itself was a fun experience. Like I don't regret it. I really, really enjoyed that time with Mr. Spooks, but the aftermath of it and what it does to my brain and my thoughts is just like, I can't, I just cannot do it. It's a hard no for me. <laughs> And then Fem Patel Darling said, they actually scare me more because I believe that demons and possessions are real, end quote. Yeah, see, and that's where this really gets to me is like, I start to question like, are they real? Do I believe that they're real? I feel like if they were real, we would hear about it a lot more often, like in everyday life versus these like single-handed cases. So I start to wonder a lot and ask myself these questions that I would be better off not knowing because I also feel like the more you think about something, the more you invite it in. And it's just like, no, I'm not inviting these thoughts in. Okay. And then moving on, S.E. Zoon, who, by the way, was probably the number one ghoul over the last few years who has been begging me constantly to watch these movies. So I'm really sorry to disappoint you, but at least I finally tried. <laughs> so Essie Zoon said, I love them, LOL. I think my calm attitude towards them comes from faith and knowing that my faith protects me. I also feel that more that the more you know about the occult and horror, the better protected you can be against that stuff, end quote. Okay, so that's an interesting perspective because like I just said, the more you watch and consume it, the more you invite it in. But then she feels like it's kind of educating herself on how to best protect yourself against it, which is totally fair and makes sense. So let me know in the comments down below. Do you guys feel do you guys ever feel afraid to delve into it more and enjoy it more because you're afraid of inviting that energy in or do you see it more as you are? kind of preparing yourself in case of emergency type situation, you know? Okay. And then Lalik said, let me tell you, I haven't prayed in a long ass time. And this movie had me going to church and quote. Um, I especially love this quote because if you've been listening to the podcast for a while, Lalik is like one of our spookiest girls. She has experienced so many spooky things in her life. So for her to see this movie and be going to church because of it shows you like how scary this can really be if you have, if you do believe in these kind of things and have or have experienced anything. Um, so this alone is proof to me like I am not wrong for stopping this series because if Lalik had this feeling, then I definitely am not even close to her level. So I should not. I should not. I should just like close the door. If I keep going into this series, I'm kind of like the dumb girl in horror movies that's like, what's that noise? And then like goes to check it out instead of leaving. But no, I'm going to be the smart girl in the horror movie that's like, no, I didn't hear anything. 
denial. <laughs> uh, okay. And then Bernadette Navarro said, I don't take it seriously. I know it's not real. I stay strong in my faith. End quote. Kudos to you, Ghoul. I feel like there was a point in time in my life, especially like I think when I was a teenager in high school where I became very, very, very religious and connected to my faith. And I did realize that at that time, I was definitely less afraid of things like this. Like I, and I think it is because of how closely connected I was to my faith. And I'm getting that vibe a lot from most of you who are feeling like if you are very religious, you feel that it protects you, it protects you against these things. And that is a beautiful feeling. Like I will never forget how safe I felt at that point in time. And sometimes it does make me want to kind of go back to that and being that strong in my faith and consistent and stuff. But I feel like that is a whole other conversation that I'm not ready to get into. Uh, but I do respect and appreciate those of you who are so loyal to your faith and, and just like really believe in it and live by it because it's a beautiful thing to have when you do have that sense of security and, and faith. I don't know what other words to use. Faith is like such a solid one. All right. Go with a curl said, I guess I'm jaded after watching so many possession movies. I no longer lose sleep End quote. Okay. So I can kind of understand this one because that's kind of like how I was with haunted houses, right? Like in college, I got so much experience going through haunted houses because I was lucky enough to be able to review them that I just became kind of became des or desensitized to haunted houses, right? Like I know what to expect. I know what their like mind games are. Like I understand it get through it have done it so many times I'm not afraid of them I feel that way with some horror movies as well so I feel like if I were going to get to a point where this kind of topic desensitized me I don't think I ever could because like it just messes with me so much that I can't ever get to a point where I watch it so much that it's desensitizing right because like this watched four of them in a row couldn't keep going and I had to stop and now I'll probably never watch one like this again for like at least another 10 years I'm just kidding um but that's what I mean is like I just never get past this point to keep pushing because I just stopped so soon in the game so I don't think I'll ever get there but kudos to those of you who have Okay, and then Daniela Giman Photography said, I feel like there is so much unknown when it comes to religion. The creep factor is real or crazy, end quote. Yeah, I agree. I think that is definitely one of the things that makes religious topics so scary is that for those who don't have that strong sense of faith, it leaves you with this, is it real question mark or what part of this is real? So that's definitely one of the elements that makes these scarier, the unknown. And that does come up again with one of your submissions. Uh, horror Ghoul Lily said, not scary. It's a fun movie with a good story and great actors. Religious horror is the best. It makes people fear the unknown. End quote. Yeah. So I just, I love how all of you were on similar pages with this question though, because I just, I really didn't know what to expect. I kind of thought no one was going to answer this, to be honest. So thank you so much to those of you who were like brave enough to participate and be honest, because it's so insightful to hear different perspectives. Sierra Figueroa 2000 said, keeping myself grounded in the moment. So telling myself it's just a movie over and over again, LOL, end quote. Okay, yeah, that's fair. I kind of have to do the same thing too. Like the minute I start asking myself like, wait, could someone really be possessed? Is it real? Um, I start to tell myself like, no, it's not real. We're not going to think about that. I like start telling myself in my head, like, no, think about something else. Happy thoughts and butterflies. <laughs> um, so I get that feeling. Okay. And then Mary Lou 03 said, I don't connect them with my actual religion. It's a movie. So in my head, it's not real. End quote. Okay. I try to tell myself that as well, but in my head, I'm still like, okay, but what if it is real? <laughs> So it's really hard for me to disconnect those thoughts, and I wish I could. Uh, Spooky Steffi said, pray and repent the evil away. Your ghoul loves horror, but I always pray it away after, end quote. Okay, I kind of love this, to be honest. I am not the most religious person, but I can see why that also creates a sense of security. And I feel like... I could resonate and I feel like I would probably do that if I felt more strong in my faith, to be honest. So I also I really just commend you for sharing that and being honest about it. And the fact that you get so scared and are still willing to watch it 
if even if it means you have to pray afterwards, like kudos to you for being that strong. Okay, and then something I really enjoy about these movies is that it's very easy to have a misconception about what these movies are about if you don't watch them. So like from afar, it feels like these movies could potentially be like anti-religious or devil worshiping or just like really horrible thoughts and that they'll leave you afraid after. But what I really love is that when you actually watch them, it's actually a really positive message, at least in my opinion. Like I feel like the endings don't really have closure because they need to have them like to continue the universe right and allegedly it's what the Warrens went through but what I really love is that the messages also send or sorry the movies also send this message of like this other world with demons also has a lot of good and so the movies are constantly balancing good and evil which I feel after watching them, yes, the thought of possession is really scary, but also the thought of how strong prayer and faith is, is also very reassuring and a beautiful message. And so, I don't know, I just found that as I was watching the movies, especially The Nun, I was just like, wait, society leads you to believe that these movies are really bad, but they're actually teaching you that if you're like very strong and you're very committed and loyal and you're a good person and you pray that that is what will fight the evil away. Right. And so I don't know. I just had a, a crazy like ep epiphany when I was like watching the movies. Cause I was like, wait, like these aren't what I expected. And they actually do have a positive side to them. Um, so I don't know. I found that very like reassuring and inspiring in one way, in some way. And I do want to share with you ghouls that I did have a nightmare after watching these films. I don't want to share the con like the actual content of what happened in them because I don't feel ready to have that kind of honest conversation yet. Maybe one day because I never thought I'd sit here talking about religion and horror. But um, in this nightmare that I had, I actually was in my head thinking like I should be so scared right now but in the nightmare that was happening without saying too much it was very related to what was happening in the movies because it stayed in my head so I was experiencing someone being possessed in my nightmare and I started praying in the nightmare like that's what I was doing to the point where like I woke up and out loud I was like actually praying when I woke up but the thing is I wasn't scared like I knew I should be scared because it's a very ugly topic and nightmare but also I had that faith that like praying was going that because I was praying it was going to be okay and it's so interesting because having a nightmare like this should have scared me but I can tell you ghouls that the sleep paralysis I get was scarier than this nightmare so it's just really interesting to see how your faith kicks in when you're not even actively like trying or thinking about it. Like subconsciously, I believed in that moment. Like if I pray right now, everything will be okay. And I feel like that's revealing a lot about me that I myself didn't even know because up until literally this week, I thought that I wasn't the praying type anymore. Like I believe in God. I have a relationship with God. I don't feel that I need to go to church every Sunday to have that. It's been a very long time since I've prayed, but the fact that I started praying in a nightmare and that I felt safe was absolutely insane to me. Like not the fact that that happened, but it's just like crazy how watching a series like this could reopen a lot of like feelings and thoughts that you didn't even realize still lived inside of you. So that is why I tell you like, this 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 series really like messed me up because it reopened a lot of things that I thought that I did not need closure on or didn't have mixed opinions on anymore. But I always go back to like, I don't know how I feel and I don't like not knowing how I feel because your goal is always in, con in control, you know? So, okay, I feel like I shared way more than I was prepared to. So I'm just going to pretend it didn't happen and move along. <laughs> okay, so from here on out, I'm going to focus on the fun aspect of being scared watching the series, whether religion is part of those things or not. As always, like I said, 
Feel free to leave some comments, discuss further, but keep it respectful because we are all here to learn from each other. All right. So The Conjuring did have some pretty good concepts in it that I can see why all of you loved it so much. Um, I don't have much to say about Annabelle because I just personally didn't enjoy them. But if I could have removed my brain from The Conjuring, I would have liked it a lot more, I think, because it was more of a fun, like some of the scares in it were like fun, in my opinion. So I could see the attraction to it, if that makes sense. So something I really loved about The Conjuring is how it opened up not feeling like a horror movie. They did a great job of really showing you how the family went from being like normal to possessed, basically. But I really liked that from the get go, you weren't like, oh, this is clearly wrong. Like something spooky is going to happen here. Like they really naturally progressed into it which I thought was interesting because usually when you see films like this like from the very beginning they're trying to like set you up to be scared you know so I thought that was interesting uh and I will admit that Mr. Spooks and I definitely turn to humor as a coping mechanism when we're watching super scary movies that neither of us are very used to I guess because we both love horror we both love different types of horror but then when we're both watching horror we know we're both afraid of we both turn to humor <laughs> um so the first thing that we laughed about was when the hands clapped in the wardrobe during the hide and clap game where they come out and they're like <laughs> sorry I couldn't like I wanted to do it if um dramatically on camera for you but I couldn't because oh gosh I just knocked off all my hats everything's fine <laughs> Okay, I'm digressing. So the hands, the hands that come through the wardrobe and go like that. Yeah, um, me and Rudy were talking about how it because it happens at the wardrobe scene and then it happens. I'm getting scared as I'm talking about it and you're going to find out why very shortly. Um, okay, so there's the wardrobe and then there's another scene where the mom like leans against a closed door and the hands come out and grab her and so I started laughing because I was telling Mr. Spooks I was like imagine if you're like at a party and you need like small talk and you're the person who played that like you could just tell people like oh I'm the hands in the conjuring like that must be so cool for that person <laughs> um but what I was gonna tell you goals is that regarding the wardrobe so I have been scared all week, right? But I haven't been like, I cannot sleep scared because I've been so tired that I just can't. And I think I've talked about this before when we were filming or actually when my familiar and I were watch were writing Tales from the Tent. If you haven't checked it out, I'll try to remember to leave a link in the description below. Um, it was a series that we worked on when we first started YouTube with our familiar and Mr. Spooks to do like scary stories while we were camping is pretty much what the series was and during that time my familiar and I we read so many scary stories that it was like rough because one of the stories we chose which was the girl in the green polka dot shirt scared me so much like I couldn't sleep at night because like I just kept imagining the way we were writing rewriting the story and it was really spooky but I hit a point where I was just like I am so tired I can't even like not tonight girl in the green polka dot shirt um and that was kind of how I was feeling with this series I was just like I'm so exhausted and I have so much going on like I don't have time to be scared and I also had this like sense of security because I think you can see right here is the bed and below it are drawers so I love drawers under my bed because they're very functional and a great use, but I also like them because there's this like extra sense of security for me that nothing could be hiding under the bed. So I slept fine all week. And then on Thursday morning, Mr. Spooks had an early shoot he had to leave for like super early. I think he left like at 430 or five. It was still dark outside. And I don't know why all of a sudden for the first time after it had been almost a week, I realized I sleep directly in front of a wardrobe, like the kind in the movie that opens with doors. And as I'm saying this, I'm just like, oh, my God, I need I need like another camera to show me what's behind me that way. Anyway, so it is a modern wardrobe, but nonetheless, it has doors. And all I could picture were those freaking hands coming out and clapping. And I started thinking like, oh, my God, I've been I've been saying I'm safe all week. And I just realized it's inside the wardrobe this whole time. Oh, I can't even. Okay, we're going to move on because I'm starting to think too much about what's happening behind me, even though I have like the screen right here. 
Okay, refocusing myself because I'm a little spooked right now. So another part that made us laugh a lot was when the ghost, I think it was a ghost from my understanding, the ghost of the previous mom that killed her child came up um, to warn them, came up and said, look what she made me do. And then all of a sudden, like, it was funny because Mr. Spooks isn't a Taylor Swift fan, but even he was like, look what you made me do. Look what you made me do. And it was just like, okay, calm down, Taylor Swift. Um, so that was one of our little moments of trying to keep the mood light and laugh a little bit. I'm seeing that my hair is like messed up now and I'm just a mess because there's something in my wardrobe and I'm scared. <laughs> All right. So that was the parts that we laughed at. Laughed at. Um, I did also want to say that this film also re-sparked another fear in me, which was the whole like being pulled by something imaginary. I feel like that definitely unlocked a new baby fear in me because it also reminded me of um, Paranormal Activity, how I said that that really scared me. And the reason that that scared me is because I'll never forget seeing the scene where they're like showing the footage of them asleep at night. And then you see the sheet moving like the ghost is under the sheet in the bed. And that just totally wrecked me because it like having a blanket is like your sense of security for some reason. And they totally took that like sense of security and ruined it. And now it's like you don't have a blanket. And also with the conjuring, they're also showing you that something's going to pull you if your feet aren't covered. Oh, I don't know. It's just I know it's stupid, but that's that's what got me the most. So overall, I would say that The Conjuring was a decent movie, but Possession is just not my cup of tea. On a spook factor level, some of you had guessed it would be a five for me. And I think I... I think I'm going to rate it a four. Watching it itself was bearable. Um, even if I was scared at night and stuff, I think it was more so just like my own brain and the concepts that scared me more. Uh, as far as the Annabelle movies, I don't feel like I'm the best person to give them like a spook factor rating just because I didn't really enjoy them. I think if I had to, I'd give them maybe like a three. And then as far as an actual review, I would give The Conjuring four freaking bats i can see why ghouls love it so much it is scary it has some good scenes but i just didn't truly love it like i don't feel like oh i'm gonna see this movie again one day um and then when i asked you ghouls your spook factor and freaking bats ratings um they were both 4.5 on the conjuring which honestly surprised me because i was expecting you ghouls to give it five freaking bats um based on how much you love them so that was interesting so now that those movies are out of the way, let's do a deep dive into my favorite, The Nun. So The Nun was released on September 7th, 2018, and it was directed by Corin Hardy, starring Thaisa Farmiga. I still don't know how to say her name, but I'm going to go with Farmiga. So the Rotten Tomatoes audience rating was 35%. I think that is the lowest rating I have ever seen on a movie I have covered on this podcast, which was truly shocking to me. I I don't comprehend the hate for this film, honestly. So the summary, according to IMDb, says, when a young nun at a cloistered abbey in Romania takes her own life, a priest with a haunted past and a no and an and a novi and a noviatiate novi novitiate novitiate sorry okay let's start that over because that was horrible okay when a young nun at a cloistered abbey in romania takes her own life a priest with a haunted past and a novitiate on the threshold of her final vows are sent by the vatican to investigate together they uncover the order's unholy secret risking not only their lives but their faith and their very souls they confront a malevolent force in the form of the same demonic nun that first terrorized audiences in the conjuring 2 as the abbey becomes a horrific battleground between the living and the damned end quote okay so I'm just going to share a couple of facts that I think could be why could cut or could could provide some insight as to why the rating on this film is so low. So this was the highest growing film from the Conjuring universe and the lowest rated one since as of October 2019, which again is crazy. Um, so it was created after people fell in love with Valak and Conjuring 2 and unlike the Conjuring movies, this origin story was not based on a true story. So I feel like that already 
has it going against itself because people love playing into the whole like the conjuring is based on a true story thing um i did also see that this is the shortest film in the conjuring universe at an hour and 33 minutes long which provides a lot of insight to me as to why i enjoyed this film more than the others because like i said i felt like the other ones were a little draggy um something interesting was that an advertisement for the film was pulled from the video sharing site youtube as many users complained that the five second clip featuring a startling jump scare was too scary i did not have the opportunity to look up what this clip was but i'm really excited to go look it up honestly because that sounds kind of fun and i don't know just overall i think i've mentioned this but i feel that because people had already seen the other Conjuring Universe movies, they had something very specific in mind. And I think that they loved The Nun so much that it was going to be hard to meet those expectations regardless, you know? So I just feel that unfortunately this movie didn't get set up for success because of the way that it played out. But as a new viewer... I really enjoyed it. So I do have a lot of thoughts to share on why I love this movie, but I did want to kind of go through your submissions first because you all know a lot of insight comes out through that. And then I'll wrap up with like my favorite things about the film. So Happily Haunted did say that it could have gone more in depth with the storyline, but she thinks that the second one will do that, end quote. So I also think that I think there's a lot of room for that in this next one. And I want to give it a chance. I want to see what happens in it before we decide for reals whether or not the like nun series itself is a fail. Uh, Stephanie Kratzel said it was a copy of Demon Knight from the Tales from the Crypt series, end quote. Okay. That actually sounds really cool, and I want to look it up because I would love to see the like the similarities in it. Uh, Yana Loves Mitchie said, scary. I don't know if it's because we had to drive home from my brother-in-law's house in the middle of nowhere, but it kept seeing, but I kept seeing things all the way back to town, end quote. Okay, having to drive home at night like that is scary enough, so I don't know why you thought it was a good idea to watch that movie before doing that. Okay, and then V-Rose 23 said, liked the set design, the church scene was the best part, end quote. Okay, I think a couple of you mentioned this, but I love the set design in this film. I cannot tell you enough how much I loved it, and I'm going to tell you again at some point in this episode. Uh, Wild Rose said, I loved the nun because something that is supposed to be holy can become terrifying, end quote. Okay, I love this submission because it is very true. Um... My familiar and I talked about the film before I did this podcast, of course, and uh, something he mentioned was that he kind of loves that the nun is almost satirical, like it's the irony of taking something religious that people believe in and making it scary. So I can definitely see where that appeal comes from as well. Uh, Ophelia's violence said, I liked the setting and atmosphere. I liked the main actress. The origin story was lacking a letdown, end quote. Yeah. See, and I I can get that. It did feel very generic, like a hole to hell was opened and this demon came out. But also, like, what else did we really expect? Maybe we will get more, but I just... I have a hard time wrapping my head around, like, what more did you guys want? So let me know in the comments down below, like, if you were one of those who was really let down by this movie, like, please give me some more insight as to, like, how could it have been any more in-depth because... I mean, I feel like that's, I actually, okay, actually, as I'm thinking through this, I didn't even think of this before filming this, honestly, it just came to me. I do think that it could have been more of an origin story of how, like, a nun got possessed by Valak, which is what I was expecting, like, the story of that actual nun that eventually got possessed, and... When I first started the movie, I actually thought that Sister Irene was going to be the person who becomes the nun. So that was kind of disappointing. So I kind of get that. I just realized that. Let me know in the comments down below if you would have liked that better. Okay, moving on. S.E. Zune said, I absolutely I absolutely love that they use the younger Farmiga sister in it since Vera... Vera is Lorraine Warren in The Conjuring. I also love the setting and how creepy the Abbey is. There's always something that gets into my head about Velik that makes the nun really stick in the brain, end quote. That is so interesting that a lot of you found this movie so scary and it was the one that I didn't find scary. But I think it just goes back to like the thought of like 
a family member being possessed or like something happening in your own home feels a lot scarier than like at a church convent that like you don't normally hang out out, you know? Okay. And then spooky Steffi said, it scared the absolute crowd crap out of me. It definitely is one that traumatized me forever. End quote. Oh no, that is not good. I really need some insight as to why this movie was so scary for some of you. That's interesting. Okay. And I think that's all of the notes we had. So I'm just going to kind of share my thoughts. I cannot reiterate enough how much I loved the set design and cinematography of this film. Like I freaking loved the graveyard set, especially like with all the crosses, because you always see like spooky cemeteries and films and stuff, but you never really see this like old historical version of horror where like, it's just like all the crosses because it was like that old where they didn't do gravestones yet. Um, I also really love that they brought up the history of the bells ringing in graveyards um, because they didn't know if people were dead. Like I just really loved those hints and yes, like all the Gothic vibes, everything you guys mentioned, like I just really, really love this. And it's, I don't think I've seen, a film that I have loved the set design in this much in a long time because I feel like most horror films always have like the cabin in the woods or the haunted Victorian house so like having something different was very refreshing and and fun for me uh I also realized that it seems very hypocritical of me to say that I can't handle religion and then I love this movie but I think ultimately the reason I love this film is because I know this is going to sound crazy, but I feel like the nun or Valak feels more like a monster than possession or something, you know, like I think I'm still having a hard time wrapping my own brain around like Valak and understanding how demons work in this universe, because on one hand, they're using Annabelle as a conduit saying like the demon can't enter the realm without a conduit or like do anything. But then you have Valak who is in the form of a nun that doesn't have a conduit but then I've also heard theories that like Valak can't leave this like convent unless it goes into someone which is why he possesses um the guy at the end so there's like all these things and I feel like that's part of something I don't enjoy about this entire series is I feel like there's so many different rules about demons and possession and I'm very confused about it and I just want it to be simple um but for me Valak felt a lot more monster-like than like demon possession heavy and I think that that's the reason that I really liked this film um something I haven't really shared with you goals is like over this past week and watching these films I've been really trying to analyze like what kind of horror do I like because I know I enjoy horror I like it I can I can handle being scared but I clearly learned this week like I don't like demons in possession I also like slashers, but I don't love like every movie being like in a camp setting outdoors, you know, um, I love Halloween. So it's just like I'm on this journey of trying to identify like what type of horror movies do I like? And I always keep coming back to like monsters. Like I love monsters because I feel like they can be fictional I understand them. They're still spooky and they're super fun to watch, but they don't leave me thinking afterwards, which is like the main key. Like I don't like movies that make me think about things that my mind is going to wander into like a very horrible place with. Um, and then another thing I really, really loved about this film, which I don't understand why no one is talking about it, is it had like major final girl vibes, like slasher final girl vibes with um, sister Irene, like... Yes, I was disappointed that this didn't turn into like it's a sister Irene's origin story on how she became Valak, but I freaking loved this story of like their showdown at the end of the movie. It was so fun and exciting. And then the scene where she comes out like in her white um, nun outfit and she's possessed. Oh. I freaking wish I could be that for Halloween, honestly. Like, it was so cool. I'm like, why isn't this more iconic? I don't understand why no one's talking about, like, the final girl vibes of this. Uh, but, yeah, I would totally be that for Halloween if I wasn't so scared of, again, like, inviting that kind of energy in. But it was so cool. I, like, like I said, I just felt like this movie was fun. Like, it, it felt like it had jump scares. It was fun and exciting. It was fast-paced. Um... 
it just wasn't anything like the Conjuring movies, which I think is why everyone hated it and why I loved it. So let me know your comments on that below. Um, and then the other thing I wanted to say, too, is I really enjoyed how that last part of the movie where they're like trying to find Velik to do the whole like blood of Christ thing. Um, it felt a lot like a haunted house, like they were going through like the different rooms and getting spooked by different things. Um, so I really enjoyed that element too. I just felt like it was a really fun watch. I can't say that enough. I am so confused on why people hated on it. Um, so yeah, so as you can tell, I really loved this aspect of like sister Irene and Valak so I'm super excited about this next film because they're jumping forward a few years to where sister Irene is like living peacefully at like a secluded school or something and then it, there's going to be another showdown between sister Irene and Valak so I'm really excited to see where this goes I don't think I've been this excited about a horror film in a while other than um Halloween kills and we know no Halloween ends and we know how that went so this is just a really new exciting feeling for me because I'm really excited to have found like a new franchise I really love which is the nun not the conjuring um so I'm excited to see where this goes uh I also had one last note I really liked how the guy Frenchie wanted to still shoot his last shot before sister Irene took her vows like I thought that was a funny little scene in the movie so I don't know. I just felt like through and through this movie kept me happy and excited and like also laughing at the same time, which is what a good horror movie should do. Like, I feel like horror movies need to have that like comedic relief, the jump scares, the spookiness, the vibes and keep it like all entertaining and fun. That's the kind of horror movie I want to go to. So if you have any recommendations based on what I've shared as far as like liking monsters, keeping it fun fast paced like let me know in the comments down below because your ghoul wants to find that horror like i want an entire list of horror that i just love like fangoling over if that makes sense that pretty much sums up all my thoughts on the nun and my experience watching the conjuring series i hope i didn't disappoint you all too much but hey at least now you girls know that i love you to the moon and back for going through that horror experience with you ghouls uh if you did make it to the end don't forget to drop your coffin emoji in the comments to show your nerdy ghoul spirit and i hope that you all are going to be checking out the nun 2 in theaters with me this weekend and i can't wait to share our thoughts on that until next time sending you ghouls and kisses bye